live from the Weekender 2022 studio with wood paneling, drywall, and arch ceilings. <laughs> this is Playing and Slaying. Episode 61B. Something like that. Yeah. The other second part. So Troy and I got together a couple weeks ago. I think we alluded to the fact that we would be doing a, um, a live recording on, on site during the Weekender. Uh, and really, we're just going to kind of breeze through a little bit of hobby lead up, um, maybe touch on the D&D campaign, special announcement about Adepticon uh, from from Troy. Um, I don't know. And talk a little bit about this weekend, what we've been playing, what Bryce's cooking has been like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and what's ahead when the cameras and microphones go off, what, <laughs> what we have left after we recaffeinate here. And, uh um, you know, I think that's probably a good segue to uh, when you're playing this land, it's important to stay hydrated. So what are we drinking tonight? And we've got yeah. cameras to show it off. Yeah. 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 Freshly brewed hazelnut coffee <laughs> from the kitchen so, of Josh. So if we, yeah, we set the stage. We are, we are coming in on the landing for the weekender, right? We're, we're getting to the, the push through the final one. We ate our late dinner Saturday. So, um, we're trying. We got this. We're finding the second wind <laughs> to push through for whatever our late night gaming is tonight. So, definitely coffee, and uh, there's probably a monster in my future here for. But there are other beverages. Oh yeah, yeah lots. We and I are a drinking yeah. and board gaming show and other <laughs> gaming. So let's talk about what we're actually drinking other than coffee. Uh, Rice and I have a Cream City Bricks cream. Feels like we could put it in our coffee. We, oh, we probably could from Enlightened. Oh, look, at them. Oh, look at that. This is not, yeah, it's this the opposite nice. of, instead of where you get the coffee flavored beer, now we're doing the beer flavored coffee. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. It could be interesting. Well, I'm, I guess we're on. a great choice, but. <laughs> well, I guess we're on table sides because no, uh, <clears throat> Troy and I have That's from true. Raised Grain, uh, their Key Lime Diamond Heart Seltzer. B-E-A-U-T-I-F-L. Yep. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I think probably more. We've got a few left that we have to yeah. finish off. So it's time to, to focus Has in on Has anyone had one of the Jack Daniels ones no. that Josh bought? Yeah. No. Oh. Total impulse buy. That might be dessert. Yeah. Maybe late tonight or something. There you go. All right. Let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. I know we won't talk about the events so far, what we've done at the Weekender, but um, we have had a session zero for a mm-hmm. new D&D campaign. Any initial thoughts or what you guys might be playing in, in that? Well, I wasn't there for session zero, but I'm going to dip my toes in the cleric pool and play a forge domain cleric. Nice. I've gone back and forth on what I want to play. It was like monk and then it was like something else. And I think I'm going druid. So I need to, I need to flesh that out a little bit more before. But yeah, I think Druid's the way I'm going. I think the last time you played a Druid, you died at level one in a bar. Yeah, you did. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Make it out of the initial That's encounter true. in the tavern. Mm-hmm. We'll go for it again, I guess. Maybe we'll go for level two. And I am some kind of, probably a monk now, I think, as um, as Josh kind of switched what he was thinking about. Um, so I, I'm, I'm leaning towards a monk or maybe some type of a fighter, but now that, uh, the monk opened up, I'm, I haven't really ever played a monk, so, or at least not in this iterate 5e iteration. So I'm interested because I did get to play one. Um, we did a, a work D and D, um, after work, um, where, uh, Matt, the guy at work who, who runs a lot of stuff just did, uh, like a one shot, um, after work for a. It was interesting. A couple of us who had played, but a large number of them, three or four people who hadn't really played D anD D before. But uh, but they they yeah they dove right in and kind of figured it out. And we had a few. It was interesting. If you walk up to people like what what are you playing? Um, and then or people who play like gamers like oh you got to tell me next time we're doing it. so it'll be interesting to see if we can get a little bit of a a group together to at least do some one shots or something. Can't get enough D anD D right. No, yeah, it'll be a fun campaign, kind of doing a off the book, open world sandbox style. So, 
I'm excited. You have a lot. I mean, how long has this been in your head? I mean, in your head, and you guys played one campaign in there already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you've invested quite a few years already few in the background, of, right? It feels like it just uh, when I, as I was stepping in and. How much is actually written or mapped? Okay. And yep. Different story, but there's there's a yeah. lot. <laughs> Noodle here. Noodle or my 60 page Word document yeah. of notes. <laughs> See if I can turn that into a 500 page campaign setting or something. <laughs> any other games uh is a lead up i know we talked last time about clank but anyone bryce you've probably been doing construction yeah and travel I do a game every night where i measure wrong and tuck right <laughs> josh any at home games or anything yeah the little one keeps busting out random games here and there so we're we've been playing some stuff like that but yeah nothing too crunchy Shoots and ladders. Guess who? Yep. Uh, Battleship. I played with the boy the other Battleship. night. Yeah. Nice. Does uh, does Zach play Battleship Honest? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's very honest. Do you play Battleship Honest? I do. I do. Yeah. He beat me last time. Fair and square. You know what works really well against um against the kids. What's that? You put all your ships as tight in a corner as you can. <laughs> <laughs> everything together because they'll try to like yeah, bounce all right. over uh-huh. just keep them clustered up in as tight as a compact little area as you can nice works well didn't that not work for the japanese or something and is sorry i mean i don't know my world yeah, war ii history or in, but i feel in like actual wartime no yeah. don't have your ships <laughs> <close together. laughs> something about yeah. sitting docks yeah. and targets and <clears throat> Um, all right, so let's let's talk a little bit about hobby. Uh, so hobby challenge, we did terrain last time. Kind of Troy and I scored that out. Um, looking back, the current tally is Ty at eight points, Josh at seven point five, Bryce at three because he's Bryce, um, and Troy at nine. So Troy was in the early lead heading into the uh, challenge for the weekender, which was a Marvel Crisis Protocol character. Bryce, um, you get one point for meal prep, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which brings you to four because you're Bryce. Um, Troy, you painted Colossus, Colossus. and Josh did a couple of models. Okay. Which one are you entering into the, the scoring? Probably Thanos. Is Thanos. The better one. Yeah. All right. And I did Moon Knight. So we'll get some pictures up. Yep, I think we, we yep. have some. Mm-hmm. I think um, everybody has something that I can steal and I'll, I'll show it. So hopefully if you're watching this, I'm showing it to you now as we talk ooh, through it. So the magic of yeah. editing. <laughs> I'm a level 12 editor <laughs> in my real life. D and D D 20 modern. You hear they're bringing that back or something similar. To uh, it? That's foreshadowing for uh, our yeah. crowdsourcing. Oh, segment. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Good deal. Uh, Marvel Crisis <laughs> Protocol figures. Um, I'll start with Moon Knight. So, got them built, got them primed, and assembled. So, there's the, okay. the three. Right, or no, assembled is built. Was it? Built, built primed. Built, primed. primed. Three colors. Three colors. Advanced. Based. Advanced techniques and basing. Five. I think I hit them all. I added some blood effects on the weapon. I did... Played around with uh, the white contrast, did some brickwork detail, some dry brushing. So I think I hit it. I think it's a five-point effort. Quick and dirty, yep. but but done. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Yeah, and interesting, again, if people looking at that, that so I, you said you did the contrast. Because I would have looked at it and said, oh, you must have dry brushed. I assumed you dry brushed that because it came out really really smooth really cool i mean the good gradient and stuff like that so interesting that yes yeah, contrast the apothecary white yeah. um contrast paint so i did i did the black undercoat yeah. or mechanicus gray the real dark gray then i dry brushed gray then i dry brushed white and then i picked out the details like the wraps in linen the yeah. the white um from vallejo i think oh okay it was your recommendation they yeah, once for yeah. what you used to like when you were doing your oh, zenithal yeah. glazing. But I actually applied That's ivory, right? Or ivory, yeah. yeah. Ivory, not linen. Yeah. Um and I did that on like the wraps and the, the crescent moon and stuff, and then put the apothecary white over him. And then I did the basilicum gray on the inside of the cloak. 
and then dry brush them all filling gray on the outside of the cloak and the like the, the fringes. Cool. Yeah, I think that's a great example of what <coughs> Zenithal underneath the contrast can really do because I think that's probably what's really giving it the cool. The, it makes you know, it looks like oh somebody really put a lot of different layers. And yeah. Stuff. It's I mean yeah. it's not like you didn't wear. I mean putting that Zenithal bright is a lot of work. But it was just it makes it on yeah on it's your, a little bit of on your undershading. Yep. Mm -hmm. Learn that from Bryce. <laughs> Um, then we got Colossus. Yep. He, uh, so I, I think I'm going to go up. Go, so definitely assembled, um, uh, primed. Uh, I basically airbrushed him black and then used, uh, the Vallejo, uh, metallics. Uh, I think, I think what I used, did I use the silver? I think I wanted something pretty bright. It was one of the silver, one of the pretty bright ones. I just love those Vallejo metallics out of the airbrush. I think I've talked to them before. You get such a cool thing. Um, and then I did contrast on top of the metallics over top, um, and which was, and then I did, uh, it's a conversion because the, the, that, the classist model, he has the hand of the big um, sentinel over his head. The one they do, it's really, it's bad in that it covers up the front of the model. So you don't actually see all your cool paint job in his head. And so I cut it and kind of twisted it. Um, so it's kind of more behind, holding up behind them, which I think is a really cool, cool stuff. But I was really, it was really an experiment because I'm like, ah, we'll see how this comes out. With, and I was really happy with how the contrast really looked. And then I came in with a little bit of gold and, um, and then yeah. washed over time. And then I did wash over top with, uh, I think just using the oil to really kind of get the, the, the pop in the, and that model, I mean, it's, yeah, it you know, it's, 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 it, this screams to do that, right? Cause yeah. he's metallic. He's got really hot, you know, cre you know, he's got the, the, the ridges. ridges in him that the mm -hmm. wash is going to grab. So it, uh, it came out really good for not. I mean, it was pretty straightforward. So, yeah, the yellow, too, looked really good. Yeah. And that was always that was an experiment because that's always like those contrasts. It's always a little bit of like, how is this really going to work over top of anything? And will I need to, to do it? But I, I was pretty happy with it. And it's the I can't remember what the colors, but it's the, the yellowish, oh, more yellowish one of the contrast one. There's kind of two yellows in that. Or something. Or something. Yeah, I can't remember which one is which, but it's the one that's a little more. One's a little more orange and one's a little more yellow. And that's yeah. the pure bright yellow one. So, so I mean, I, a five point effort, I, I believe you hit all, all points there. And then we've got Mr. Ballsack Chin Thanos. Josh, he doesn't have the, the ridge wrinkles. <laughs> He's just got a beard. Yeah, so I did Thanos, and uh, it was it was my first like few models that I did Zenithal um, priming. And that, did you do it with your airbrush? I did. Yeah, I guess so. The first time I've done, I've done Zenithal with my airbrush, so um, yeah, that was interesting. It, it definitely helped. Um, even the areas where maybe some of that undershading doesn't show through because I painted a little thicker, I, you still have that. You know what needs to get highlighted later, so that was helpful. Um, but yeah, no, it, I had a blast painting him. He was he was really fun. So. Uh, yeah, kind of did uh, a blue bodysuit. It was kind of a brighter blue, and then I washed over with uh, Army Painter um, contrast. And then I did the gold uh, from Army Painter, and then a, the soft tone over it. So it kind of gave it like a more, I don't know, reddish tone. Even warmer. Yep. Yeah. And I think that re it, it really kind of broke up, you know, the gold. Um, on his chest and like the, the armor. So. The hardest part was doing the little tiny gems, just yeah. the little dot, right? That's that's all it yeah. took. Yeah. Oh, and <clears throat> on, yeah, on the on the glove, yeah. so or on the gauntlet. It, uh, it yeah, it, it, I definitely messed up a couple times and painted over. So. But we got it. I think it looks all right. So. Uh, then I did a quick basing. I did. I, I, I'm going to go back and redo the basing, but um, yeah, just a quick. So, so Bryce gets one point for meal prep. He should get more, but yeah. it's not a Marvel crisis yeah. protocol. I mean, the food was a five, five yeah. star oh, yeah. effort. Yeah. Five star, yeah. Uh, but one point for for that. So Bryce, you're at four points. Um, hey, you're it's better than zero. You're still 
Yeah, considering we're, we haven't painted a model and any yeah. of the challenges. Yeah. We're giving and we're just kind of worried. We're worried. Yeah, we're worried that you're going to come yeah. storming back. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it, like, um, that puts me at 13, Josh at 12 and a half, uh, Troy at 14. I think the very first challenge you did like two of five orcs. Oh, yeah. 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 So we get a half point because you didn't get three three colors on all, all yep. five. That's exactly what it was. I was like, how did that happen? Yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. I, I keep meticulous yep. notes. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then for next time, uh, the next time we record, we're going to try to extend our crisis protocol collections of painted models because we're having a lot of fun. A couple times we have played uh, and doing three more for the ideas, finish a team. So like some of us have a couple models started for some of the superhero teams. So finish them out and have like a team of five, five or six models. Sweet. So that'll be our, our effort. Staying on the crisis protocol front after the, the last challenge. Um, all right. Troy, you said you had crowdfunding, but I don't see anything in show notes. Oh, you know what I typed? Oh, you, somewhere I typed it. Yeah. Um, I'm but sure I don't, you did. I'm not, not here. <laughs> not here. <laughs> there was a version in a different a parallel multi-universe there where I entered the Earth 616. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you mentioned the D20 modern and that's yeah, what, and I like think the, it's the, is it the Blade Runner? RPG. So what they're doing is, I think there's a group that is kind of redoing the D20 Modern license for 5e, kind of refreshing it, um, the core. And then what they're also doing is they're kind of doing adventure, a set of adventure packs um, with a bunch of uh, kind of big name IPs. One of them being like Blade Runner, um, I think like a Total Recall, I think mm-hmm. all that. If you, it, and they're going to release those like. I think in 2023, like one every six to eight weeks or something else like that. Um, so I can't, again, they got me a Blade Runner. So I just kind of jumped in. Um, and I think they have them pretty good. I should look it up. Um, pretty good. Like I, I know Jeff Grubb and some other kind of big name designers that had actually worked on the original D20 Modern are kind of in this project too. So, and it's not super expensive if I remember right to get them there. So. Yeah, so again, another one of these RPGs, maybe you never play, or maybe you do a one. One of these feel like maybe you do a one shot on one of you find a really cool IP, and it'd be cool to yeah to do to do some stuff there. I still got the original D twenty modern book. I think I might have done. It's either on my shelf, yeah, it's either in the uh, shelf upstairs or it's somewhere else. But uh, it was a good. Oh, and Charles Ryan also I think is involved with that. I don't know. So he again, I've talked about Millennium's End in the past, and he did a lot of stuff in the nineties. Um, and especially in kind of that modern uh, settings. Of, so I'm uh, excited to see, you know, his name in that stuff too. So. Cool. Um, real quick, I don't, I don't see anything else in kind of the reading list, but I started listening to a, an older fantasy uh, book, but a re-listen, a revisit after like 20 years for me was The Black Company, mm-hmm. uh, Glenn Cook. So I'm about an hour and a half in on Audible enjoying kind of remembering that because I've forgotten more than I remember about the story and the characters. Um, but also, so the D&D campaign, the backstory for everyone is they're in a mercenary company. The new, so I'm yep. kind of working on my own creative inspiration. Right. Well, I feel like, we, uh, yeah, everybody in that in our D&D campaign should probably read The Black Company. It would give them a little inspiration. <laughs> I mean, I'm, inspiration. it's, it's fun because I'm getting <laughs> ideas from like the Bridge Burners and Malazan. Yeah. Ideas from like the black company, kind of like yep. that idea of military mercenary. So, we'll see where it goes. Yep. And I'm working my way through the second. How do you say it? I can't. Malazan. Malazan book. Uh, Dead House. Is it Dead House Gates or something? Yeah. Um. So, like, fun to jump in with that. It, again, it just throws you right back in. <laughs> so you're Is that like in the desert. Uh, uh. Yeah, mostly in desert, and it's the coming of the whirlwind. Yeah. that make I won't give too really many spoilers. Yeah. Um, and there's some of the characters, you know, there's some new characters and then some of your old characters from the other book kind of start showing up. Um, I'm interested in circles. I mean, it's a... Have you like, started that yet? No, I, I just finished <laughs> Beyond the Gate. And David Gemmel. Yeah. yeah. Which was very good. I'd say as good as Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you read that one? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, so I, Waylander I is the one I, the third one, Waylander. That's I about dress, yeah. right? 
Um, no. No. Waylander is his own. Oh. His okay. own character. It's a prequel, but it's third in order. Gotcha. A release. And often yeah. one of these like most known for. And it is, I guess it is interesting when I read, I can't ever say it, was it? David Gemmel? Yeah. Well, no, the Matt. Malazan. Oh, Malazan. Malazan. So I don't know why yeah. I can't say it. Too many beers today. Malazan. <laughs> Malazan. Like the Malazan it's universe the makes me think of the David Gemmel. Like it does make me think well, of the legend. It's, it, yeah. Like it feels like a similar, you know. The, the thing like, that blows me away about Erickson and the Malazan Book of the Fallen series is you get dropped off in the middle of a huge thousand years of history, yep. massive world, and you're going back and forth all over the place. And it's yep. like the amount of world building is insane. It's almost it, like you did anthropology of the civilizations. Like. And it, I don't know if you, I mean, it, now that I say, think about it, like those books make me think of, I mean, they're, they're fantasy opera. You know, people talk about space opera. If you ever read um, Peter, Peter, like Peter Hamilton, right? Which are the giant, the same thing, real giant 500 page novels. You end up with, you know, a bunch of different characters and you're jumping between them through the whole thing. And it's slowly, there's some things in there. Um, that's what this kind of, you know, the, those books definitely make it make it feel like it's kind of this, you know, what I call I'd call it fantasy opera, right? Where you have all you're cutting between scene and scene. And I actually struggle a little bit on the audible because he he will just I'm sure you're reading the book, maybe there's a space like you can tell when he's switching scenes in the audible, like there's no like you don't realize, oh, he just switched from these characters. He just went over there and you always have to like hold it. Wait, who's talking? Wait, oh yeah, we switched to a new scene. Because he'll just stop a scene, not and you're like what, and then he switches. And I'm sure if you're reading it, there's probably a page break or a pair, right? And yeah. but in an audible, it doesn't. If you're not, you know, you may not pick it up, which is interesting. Any reads or listens? So I finished. Um, I know it was part of our book club, but best served cold. I I didn't join the book club because I hadn't finished it yet. <laughs> so it, it's been on my back burner to like finish it up. And yeah, so I just recently did that. And I was in a leadership training this week and they had us read. Um, well, they gave us a bunch of options, but yeah, I read some management book. It was, it was all right. It was fine. Management books. Yeah. We should all read a management book. Yeah. And then chat about it on, on camera. No. No, you didn't like it. It was fine. It was fine. I'm not. I'm not going to share what it was because, you know, it was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Oh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll, find, <laughs> out. we'll find out. We'll find out. Yep. <laughs> I on that. I can't remember what it is. I did read. Um, is it, it's Jocko Willink? If you ever read, uh, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember the name of his book. Um, but I do. I get. I read that one, and I really kind of enjoy it. I, I think there's something there something about like the how Navy SEALs lead and win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something well, like uh, that. What's the, his real one? It's uh, <clears throat> it's more of like really taking the the lessons from again teamwork and things like that that they had in kind of extreme ownership. Extreme, extreme ownership. How yeah, that's it. Yeah, Navy SEAL yeah. Really. So, I, if you, did you read that one? I did not read. That oh, one. you should. They should have made you read that that's one. I like that. No, that I is like that, that, one. that is actually one that came up in the class, and I have it on my list to read. Yep. So yeah. it is pretty good. Because uh, I think people think about military as being kind of a top-down structure and things like that, whereas like a naval SEAL group is very much an autonomous group, which is I, I compare to like some of our agile teams and things like that in business, and mm-hmm. how do you empower people and things like that, not to be kind of the command and control, which you typically think of in the military organization. So I, that I really, yeah. sorry, we're way on that. There's a little bit, maybe if you take the military aspect, maybe there's a little bit of a miniature historical thing in there, but it's <laughs> <laughs> a, a stretch, it's a stretch here, but uh, yeah. yeah, so. All right. We're still we'll, trying to guess. We'll guess, keep guessing. Yeah, Josh we'll just, is, every so often we'll throw out some kind of leadership. Yeah. <laughs> let's, um, let's dive into what we're doing this weekend. Uh, so talk a little bit about the, um, plan and slam weekender second annual weekender. Um, at least biannual. Well, it was August of 21. So, I mean, this is May May. of 22, technically a different year. If we do it twice a year, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. We, we have dreams. We have dreams of it being biannual or whatever. I mean, I would do this monthly. 
Um, so I, I think the first thing is we found a destination on Airbnb, uh, that was a little bit closer to Bryce this time. So we didn't have a four hour yeah. drive. It was about Very, what? 40, 45 minutes yeah, away 45 for you. Minutes. Hour 15 for us. So mm-hmm. yep. not bad at all. Um, you can probably see some, I don't know yep. what the camera shows back there, <laughs> but maybe a little bit of the house, yep. mm-hmm. but you know, we each got a bedroom, yeah, handful of bathrooms, mm-hmm. nice kitchen, grill, <laughs> done. Two tables. So two yeah, two, t- two good tables. Two pans. <laughs> two pans. <laughs> One pan for each table. Uh, a gaming bathroom. A gaming bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which means there's a bathroom off the kitchen if you need to pee during a game. And very comfortable <laughs> couches. Very comfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chairs. Mm-hmm. Beds. I mean, comfort has been high. Um. So we got into town Friday, three o'clock, four o'clock. Um. Kind of cracked out Hero Quest. And started playing, got through quest and a half, and then Tom showed up. My brother joined us mid session for the uh, the second. Yep. I think that was where you guys found the prince's gold. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No, he jumped in. Yeah, he's a strong elf. He mm-hmm. he elves well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He elves well. <laughs> when we play with Landon, he's the elf and the wizard, and then Landon's <laughs> the barbarian and the dwarf. We try to keep it nice, pretty pretty straightforward for efficiency's yeah. sake. Um, you guys were successful. You won both quests. Only one death. One death. No, two, right? No, because the dwarf died in the second one. We each lost one. Yeah, Josh one, one died in the first Josh one, and, we lost, and we barely and we lost died. it. Died but yeah. then Justin Timberlake survived in the next quest. <laughs> he yeah. did. He yeah. sure did. So your wizards have been in four quests. We've gone through three wizards: Bruno yeah. Mars, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. and Justin Timberlake is now the okay. active wizard, and he mm-hmm. seems a little smarter. He seems a little smarter. A little older. Yeah. Yeah. Older and wiser. He doesn't just run into the rooms. Also had an yeah. entire backup band in, right. yeah. in sync versus yeah. solo artists. And yeah. Bruno Mars and Justin yeah. Bieber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like your naming conventions a lot for your wizards. Thanks. I like them too. Pop stars. <laughs> um, but Bryce, that was your first time playing Hero Quest. First what did, time. What did you think? Uh, it was really good. I was, uh, I was a strong barbarian. You were. So it was fun. Very strong. Led from the front, usually. Yeah. I've only found one door. <laughs> like I searched 20 times for doors, but found yeah, the one that mattered. You, you really were looking for those uh, yeah. secret doors. Um, then, I think the highlight of uh, Friday night for me was our fiasco game. Oh, yeah. So we sat down, uh, used the couches, and played Fiasco, the second edition, which has the cards, which I think is a cool mechanic rather than just the book and the playlist. Um, mm-hmm. To deal out some cards and then pick and choose from there. Um, and then assign cards for scene resolution instead of the dice math. Um, mm-hmm. But we did the Dragon Slayers, right? Or, yep. uh, it yeah. It was basically like a fantasy play set. Um, so it had some some magic names and reasons for an adventuring party to go about. And all I'm going to say, I did title our episode Red Toads and Wizard Wands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that would be the, yeah, yeah. the like, episode title if it was yeah, like a yeah. series. Um, oh, man. A deity that was transformed into a red toad. That was really just a red toad. That was really just a red toad. And then the, the heist to get a wizard wand right. to try to turn the red toad back into the deity. Yeah. To get the treasure so that in the somebody else wouldn't have to bear a dragon's <laughs> child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which ended up happening anyway. <laughs> and as usual in Fiasco, everything goes sideways. And at the end, you're resolving the scene for your character. And it never is a happy ending. <laughs> it was good. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, we were laughing. Super good. So Super good. It was just excellent. It's cla- I mean, I just love, I mean, in general, I love collaborative creativity like anything mm-hmm. like whether it's us trying to figure out you know session zero in a D game but fiasco just like turns that all up and it gives you this you know puts you all in the place where you're all gonna just keep contributing items and everybody's using bouncing off each other and you know it's in some ways a form of improv right mm-hmm. which yeah. is interesting in there um for that and so and yeah the amazing stories that we told and it was yeah that's going to stick with us it's one i think out of this weekend we're going to be telling stories about that story for quite a while so and and burning down a building uh it has carried on 
Because yeah. we, we burned down a whole village. So, yeah. Before we even started. Before we even started. Yeah. That yeah. became like the background for yep. the disaster that led us to the, the Wizards <laughs> Tower. I think every time we play Fiasco, something burns down. And where Troy threw a blind lady out of a window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without even a word. To yeah. Her. Just, yeah. Yeah. I threw her out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Simeon, too. Yeah, Simeon. He's still alive. He's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, And then Tom started playing Elden Ring after Fiasco, and the four of us uh, broke out Commander decks and played what felt like the world's longest game of Commander ever. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know if Commander's always like that or if it was just our decks were like counters to one another or what, but it... It felt like no one, it's your classic standoff where no one wants to make the first move. Right. And I was worthless, but then I ended up winning somehow because you guys all had to attack each other. What? As I was reflecting last night, I don't know why I was reflecting, (laughs) but I was happy that your deck won, Bryce, because yours was the least obnoxious out of all four of us. All mine was like just a slow white, like heel. I, I cleared the board twice. To kind of slow us, reset the game and whatever. And then Josh and Ty both were doing the many different yeah. token kind of. And then, yeah. And I Ty was doing the, the milling, so. milling somebody through. Yeah. So it was like, I was like, I'm happy Bryce won because that deck was at least the most straightforward. Just punch you in the face and win. <laughs> and, and it figured out rather than the craziness yeah. that all our other decks were trying to do. I'll, yeah. I'll agree there. Um. Yeah. Commander, it's fun, but it's just, it reminds me things about magic that, like, are why I probably don't play magic consistently. Like, because mm-hmm. um, it just gets a little grindy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I, th- I mean, I think if it, and I don't know, I can guess it, right? Because if it was always like every deck was like a punch in the face price, right? That then it would get boring because that's the only thing to do, right? So then you have, that's why you have the different types. And so I, understand it but yeah it's yeah for, <laughs> we might have had a little bit of a perfect storm around i like the what do we have 30 cards in our other deck a lot more than the 100 cards when we drafted it was 40 right yeah, yeah. Right. that was a lot better yeah. and what's normal 60 right competitive Correct. right 60, yeah. So. yeah standard deck construction yeah so that was commander uh then we went to bed very late three in the morning yeah kind of took our time waking up rice made the world's greatest breakfast burritos. Second oh. time around with homemade Depends. tortillas. Yeah. yeah. Homemade tortillas. You hear that bell? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that wink was caught right there. Yeah. Looking at you, Ben Weiss. <laughs> um, but yeah, fantastic breakfast. Kind of slow, late start to the day. And we got going, I think it was probably around 11 with our game this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After yep. kind of the slow rouse and played a game of Lost Runes of Arnak. Um, worker placement slash deck builder game where you're exploring hidden temples, fighting guardians, researching. And um, Bryce's first time, the three of us had, had played it. Mm-hmm. Um, right down to the wire. Right down, yeah. I mean, tied 64, 64. Uh, and tiebreaker was just like yep. literally a turn right. apart. Yeah. Yep. It was when I reached the temple versus you reaching the temple. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's a great game. I've played three or four times now, and each time felt very different Mm -hmm. um, just from the choices you make and how it plays. It reminded me a lot of the the game we played first at the last weekend there, the Water Deep. deep. Yeah. Elements of of that worker Worker placement selection. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. It was a fun game. It was a really, really fun game. Josh is boat captain. Yeah. Did you name the captain? No, he's just just the captain. Yeah. He had uh, drink tickets for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Get a drink at the bar in the back of the boat. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Then we kind of went and took a little little trip Mm -hmm. out to Adventure Games downtown Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Little seeker, maybe we're close to Oshkosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shout out Adventure yeah. Games. Yeah. Uh, Shout out Oshkosh. We'll have oh. to find the link for uh, for the owner's TikTok. I know she is on TikTok at the store. 
nice staff in there. It seemed to be hopping today. There's mid, a lot of people yeah. playing games, mm-hmm. um, hanging out. Really good selection of miniatures, board games. Looked like a ton of magic. Like mm-hmm. I feel very blessed to have that store so close mm-hmm. to me because it's you know it's an independent store where it's not just UW or anything like that, but it's it's really a great store. And Teddy and Charlene are awesome the owners, and mm-hmm. it's always been a good spot. Yeah, and we um, we injected some cash into the local <laughs> yeah. gaming economy. We, we all uh, bought MCP models when we all have ten at home that aren't painted, yeah. right? <laughs> I can never have enough. And I, I bought Wonderland's War too, which mm-hmm. I was very happy to see there. It's been a little hard to find at times. Maybe we'll even break that open, yep. uh, give it a, give it a try. But that was that was my purchase. Juggernaut, um, two juggernauts. Two juggernauts, one for <laughs> one for Bryce, because he's that's how we're commissioning. Yeah, painting some of my other MCP <laughs> backlog. Um, I'm giving Bryce the really hard ones to paint, yeah. like Spider Man, where I can't yeah. do the, the spider on yeah. chest, but yeah. I know his uh, his eye for detail can. Um, who else? I bought Cyclops and Storm. I think was the other one I bought. Josh, you picked up. I got Juggernaut and oh Venom. I had never picked up Venom yet, so I was looking for uh, Colossus. I wanted to try to recreate Troy's paint job. You can't. Can't find Colossus. That's <laughs> can't it. find him. Can't find one, him. One of a kind. He's tough. I might have picked up a 40K Titan MCP Moving right along. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Imperial Knights book? Yep. New, new book that came out. Or Chaos so. Imperial. No, Imperial one. I didn't have the Chaos. I didn't see the Chaos one. But right. I, I don't actually own any Chaos Knights. So. Good. Wasn't Chaos as excited. It'll corrupt you. So. They're cool. New The new Chaos stuff is pretty cool. Pretty cool. And they're getting too... It's all... Yep. Yeah, cool stuff. And then... What did you pick up? I got Green Goblin. And then I got uh, Nick Fury and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for mm-hmm. Scott from Twitter who has all the cool MCP stuff that he shares with everyone. So uh, Brush Wizard is Brush his Wizard, uh, yeah. handle. Scott Ferguson. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and I, I chat with him all the time about stuff he's making, and he made me a few custom uh, newspaper articles that that I can yeah. print off and put on bases around the windows. I want to do windows with a bunch of like newspapers across them for broken windows and stuff like that. So for him being such a kind person sharing all that stuff i wanted to get him a set of models he wanted so nice very cool so yeah if you're ever up uh in the oshkosh area check out venture games it's a great great store great store right in downtown Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we got back to the house and we set up uh terrain and divvied up some teams we did a four-player crisis protocol match two random kind of missions and we just yeah. kind of there might Smash. be a four a multiplayer rule set somewhere but we just kind <laughs> I of like never I like our version yeah, <laughs> yeah our version plays pretty good um, especially as a beard and pretzel everyone tried to stop Thanos that ended up yep. being the main objective <laughs> yep. yeah and then that let me run away with hiding in the other side of the board to, yeah. to score victory points and, and win the gauntlet's yeah. scary you know yeah, Deadpool really yeah, wanted to take to it home too yeah <laughs> Get an idea of what he could do with that. Yeah. He did do it. He, he did, did do the final. He uh, <laughs> started the dance party. Yeah. And the dance party was the killer. Man. Yeah. Yeah, there were some good matchups. Colossus lugged it out with Groot and Venom. Um, yeah. He, he Captain, held his own. Bounced the shield Captain, off about 700 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Crisis Protocol continues to be one of those games that every time I play it, I have a really good time. Is There's a couple things where I'm like, I think the the more tactical miniature gamer in me is like, well, this doesn't make sense. But then it's like, you streamline it, you have some efficiency and it makes the gameplay a lot easier not mm-hmm. having to worry about it. But it's just a good, yeah. good game. Mm-hmm. Nice models. Building the terrain is fun. Yeah, it yeah, does it use the stupid cool. Fantasy Flight P8 system though. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've talked about it in the past. I think, you know, the D8 is so swingy, like you, it's part of like I, as much as you can be tactical and whatever. There's still a lot of 
<laughs> there's you know, a lot of randomness in there and there's not a lot of ways to like manage the randomness, right? You just got to just go with it. Like, oh, yeah. I went in. Not the last was swung and, fun, right. right. And then or other times, right. I'm other times I yeah. can't remember where it was one who like somebody came in and like seven out of seven hits. You're like, oh, that's only going to happen once a game. Right. Yeah. yeah it's Yeah. Um, but then there's you're also going to go in and roll eight dice and get, oh, one hit. <laughs> right. So and that's you just got to roll with it. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then I think we pretty much had an amazing dinner. Bryce mm. made a little too spicy. <laughs> spicy <laughs> People are finally you recovering know, yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel my, my lips. <laughs> we had to, we had to like uh, yeah do some therapy to get people ready for their uh, podcasting yeah. to be able to speak again. But otherwise, they're good. I mean, the food has been on point though. That's uh, yeah. multiple home runs for for dinners. We I forgot Friday we had the Grilled kebabs. Grilled. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then Josh yeah. mangled the. Um, yeah, Josh showed uh, his super power. Yeah. Probably, yeah, like probably a six power uh, super skill. Yeah, was there, so. definitely trying to do the right thing. I turned off the gas on the on the tank, and we went to turn it on this evening, and he literally used a heat metal spell. <laughs> I think so. Infused that valve. I couldn't <laughs> get it back open. Good news was we had a secondary back gas up. tank in the garage, and we won't mention that to the Airbnb <laughs> owner. Um, but yeah, so Bryce has just hit a home run again for the the food. It's kind of, I think that's the, the fun thing about the weekend where we all kind of contribute different aspects and elements and bring it together yeah. just for a fun weekend where none of us really have to worry about much. Mm-hmm. I harass you guys about being off schedule and over budget. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, if we wouldn't have made that trip to the uh, uh, the game store, I think we'd be under budget. We would have been. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now we know for next time. Yeah. yeah. Factor in six hundred dollars yeah. for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll add it to the budget. But then you know maybe play some more games tonight. Then we'll head home tomorrow morning, have a meal on our way out, and yep. put another successful weekender in the in the books. Check. Um. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the weekend or board game events? The weekend no. or, but I said the weekend or maybe we just call it the weekend or. Weekend. <laughs> like Thor. Like Thor. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Now my brain's wandering as it gets. No, we're good. Now it's all it is is like when's the next one that we were talking about it. I yeah. Either. I think a winner one would after. be fun. Yeah. If we can. It's always like, how do you slide it in? The cool thing, right? And we, the first one we did, it was pandemic it's locked down mm-hmm. nothing was happening and so it was such a so it was easy almost to like yeah let's get away and now it's a little bit of like all right now we got to find that kind of the dead spot and uh, and this what worked out is this is kind of like for the end of school before summer and things get crazy and you know things like that so we found the spot and maybe if there's a spot we can find in the yeah sometime in that winter sweet spot before or just after holidays or something else like that i think that'd be awesome I think the next thing, Troy, is you've got a bit of a late-breaking special announcement. Sure. Yeah. So we've been, and I, I kind of leaked it to these guys a little bit in talking about what we're doing. Um, when we came out of Adepticon, I think we talked about, uh, if you don't know Terrace from Geek Nation Tours, um, I've known him we almost 10 years now. It was kind of as I was talking to him. Uh, at this at the one, he was like, when did we even, I don't remember when we met and things like that. And we've kind of, again, just kind of kept in touch over the years. And he ended up playing in Space Hulk again this year. And uh, afterward, uh, him, he, we, him and John and Ben and I kind of talked, he's like, I want to figure out how we can do something. Like, I want to do, like, how can you guys do, we do something with you guys. And um, as Ben was Space Hulk and see what we can do. And so we chatted with him a little bit, um, uh, whatever it was, a, a few weeks ago uh, about, running basically a version of the space hall game for the welcome dinner for his uh 2023 adepticon tour um 20 uh, for a geek nation tour so and he just put the tour out uh, if you go on geeknationtours.com that the adepticon 2023 tour is open for pre-registration uh, and you on there you'll see a blurb around basically on the wednesday night um, they always do a welcome dinner for the for his tour and then they usually have a game night where they have different people in there. And we're going to do probably a, a, 
an abbreviated version of kind of our normal big space hub thing. Um, but we'll have, a, I think there's 20 or 30 people, maybe 40 people that we're going to try and run through um, mm-hmm. in this sort of thing. So we're, uh, we got some ideas and we'll work through that. And we're just excited to, I mean, Terrace has been a great guy and he's helped us out uh, over the years. And, and we're, I think it's exciting and we're, we're always happy to uh, share our, our events with, uh, with other people and, and get to do that. So, and we'll probably, we'll try and get maybe Terrace on our, on the podcast a little later this summer so he can you know, talk about that and the other tours and things that he does. Um, I think they also have a, the, this year or next year, I think they are also going back to Great Britain and doing the big miniature tour, um, which is always a dream, but always like two weeks. I don't know if I can ever do two weeks <laughs> and some of that. Um, so, uh, so that's so, so excited for that. Um, it's going to be, a. it was again, just speaking of kind of creativity combined is really cool to kind of just work with him and then John uh, and Ben, and we're kind of brainstorming ideas and how we can do some of that stuff. So, and we have a, a little bit of work to do. We're going to try and reuse some stuff and do things like that, but, but excited. So, and uh, yeah. And again, if you're, again, I don't know where our listeners are from. If you're from around and you want, you want kind of that great treatment when you go to Adepticon, I mean, Terrace does a great job of like, he takes care of everything, you know, getting, getting your stuff there, getting your badges, food, so events. Trip too. There is a Gen Con trip. Um, I think the one for this year's either solo or eighty yeah. or pretty close. Um, but they, I think they do a Gen Con trip. Um, also, so yeah, great, uh, great. Can't, uh, can't, uh, mention enough. And there's a whole bunch of stuff they do, right? It's not, it's all in that geek centric. It's not all gaming. Some of it's more anime stuff, some historical things. If you go on the, on the website, so definitely, uh, check it out. And, uh, like I said, we'll probably have more from Terrace a little bit later this summer. Awesome. Very cool. And speaking of tours and events, I think that brings us to kind of upcoming what's uh, what's going on. We are in the midst of convention season, that time between, you know, really Adepticon and Gen Con and then a few others in the fall. But uh, Origins, June, what am I going to say? I think 8th, 8th and 12th. 12th, 12th cause like, you know, some weeks. Bryce will be there. Um, He's a big fan of Ohio. <laughs> He's been every year for many years. Uh, next is Game Fair, um, end of June. I will be there on June twenty, the Friday, June twenty fourth. Uh, we I did get confirmation we were running Zombicide Invader oh, um, cool. on there, so we will at least Brookfield, Wisconsin. Brookfield, suburb, Wisconsin. If you're around, suburbs of uh, of Milwaukee. So it's a fun uh, again local. Mid, very small. We'll call it small. It's a small con. Yeah. It's only, <laughs> but mm-hmm. the, it's a good things about small con. They have a small, uh, small vendor area um, and some good events. And then uh, Gen Con, first week in August, fourth through the seventh, we're gonna kidnap Bryce. Uh, we'll yep. pull up to his house in a cargo van, wearing ski masks. Yep. Wrap him up in the carpet. Zip ties. <laughs> oh, carpet. Yeah. I was thinking zip yeah. ties and like a bag over his. Yep. Head. Both. Oh. Wow. And Both. roll him in the carpet. Yeah. Okay. And roll him up in the carpet. Wow. It's aggressive. Um, and, and then uh, take him to Indianapolis where we'll hang out and play yep. games for four or five days. What yep. is it now? Like five days of gaming? Four days? Four, yeah. Like Wednesday's know. kind of the official and official. And yeah. Games. yeah. Yeah. And then NashCon, uh, Bryce and Tom and I are headed down. Um, some late breaking news. And, uh, you know, I'm going in round one. I'm going to play oh. Stu. Oh. And Stu, I don't have any skills. I haven't played a game of 3.0, but I'm going to start with a lot of drinks and I'm likely going to let you beat me into the ground, but we are going to have fun and there's going to be like a half naked hug probably between (laughs) each round of the game. And likely one of us will be sweating profusely by the end of it. And it's not going to be me. Probably both. (laughs) But uh, also, when I get his challenge video, I will be responding. Yep. But I did want to just mention, I'm very excited to. I think you got a grudge against. I, Stu. I grudged them the last one we went to. I think. Yeah, yeah. So my dream is complete that I'll get to get to play him finally and drink. So I'm also going to bring a uh, Craig Nose and a couple of Frostlords. You know, so Stu start practicing against that list because <laughs> I won't practice at all. Hopefully he knows your rules for you then. Yeah, yeah. So Stu, I know you play Beast Claw, so you should be able to help me out. And if you could read over Craig Nose's War Scroll, that would be excellent too. Thank you. 
and explain battle tactics and yeah. uh, what, what's yeah, the other thing yeah. you have like stuff. a grand strategy yeah, yeah like monster abilities or something do you roll d6s in that game maybe you went to d20s eights. maybe Stu will let me roll d20s yeah. we'll do D&D just say Mark <laughs> yeah. alright so Nashcon that'll be a lot of fun um, any other news notes blips I want to get back to playing games so. coffee yeah, yeah, yeah me up. too I'll wrap this up. So, uh, you know, complain to Josh at basementofdeath.com about anything. Please. Um, yeah. Anything at all. The weather. Um, you know, why you can't cold, figure man. out how to open the gas line on your grill at home. Because he's going to come around and crank them all yeah. shut. Uh, but, yeah. So, I think um, show notes will be pretty cool. Um, you, is this on YouTube? Are we on YouTube? We are probably. Yep. So, like and subscribe. subscribe. Yep. Click these buttons. We're trying to get like more than 20, one or more than 20 views, maybe. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. And, uh, you know, when you're done watching the episode, just, um, you know, remember when you're playing and slaying, you got to stay hydrated. So that's the, the number one thing. We need drinks here. But keep the dice rolling and the drinks on ice. And I can't remember the line here, guys. What? No oh, matter what! <laughs> I literally just had a short circuit in real life. I couldn't read it. That was amazing. Oh, oh my God. No matter what, keep playing and slaying. Thank you, Josh. Keep playing and slaying. I, I was just gonna say that. that is Did you stroke out? Literally, my brain just went. And what was funny is I couldn't think of it either. Off that, like, what? Wait, Ty's gonna say that thing we always say. Uh, I definitely thought you were gonna it? make some sort of joke or something. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, I know what it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna steal his What's thunder. He's got a joke coming. What's the line? Oh shit! That was fucking.